1: My talkers, it's Monday, October twenty fifth, the day after the infamous concert that Lori has been waiting for how many years for now? What, almost two years for this
2: concert? Me and everybody else, exactly. Yes, yes. yes, yes. Grant, oh my gosh, so what? much fun! And Grant ended up going. Yeah, I last minute. Went. You oh. could have,
3: you should have gone. Five fifteen, and I was just like, headed back from St. Paul, back to Woodbury, and I'm like. Ah.
2: You should be drunk with regret that you didn't go. You know
3: what? I'm, I actually, (laughs) that's what a friend of mine said. I'm drunk
2: with regret that I didn't go. (laughs) I think I should
3: have gone, but it just, I, I needed to make a decision like that. And then to find people like that. And then they want to know where the seats were like that. And I'm like, this is too much.
2: It, it Pause, was, and
3: it's smelled like a bonfire.
2: Yeah, it was just a blast. It was, I burst into tears when they came out on stage. It was. <laughs> okay, I bur- I was so overcome with emotion, and I was sitting next to Mr. Boston. He and a bunch of his friends came in. He goes, These guys aren't playing anywhere on the East Coast because it's only 13. I know, city. So, cities. These, so you were sitting next to people there, who flew in from Boston. There were all kinds of people, I guess, from out of town. Right. And anyway, yeah, I burst into tears. I was so overcome with emotion. And Grant, you could have basically tripped
3: um, Mick Jagger. Yeah. You were in the mosh pad.
1: We huh? were right there, right next to the edge of the stage as he walked up. And, I mean, you could feel yeah. the energy coming off of his hips all night long. Yeah, it
3: <laughs> was the sound. I mean, that the was sound, the thing.
2: Well, we were on the, Grant and I were on the floor, so yeah. it was Beautiful. phenomenal. Yep. And I don't know uh, what the sound was like for the other 45,000 fans, but the stage... Was not as far back like you two was, right. and it was forward, and they had these huge monitors. Um, it was a really cool staging, I thought, as yeah. far as visuals for people that were in right. far away seats. So, in the, in the stage that came out
3: on like the football field, did it go to like the forty? 40- Yard line, Grant.
1: I would, say, yeah. I would say At the least. main stage was in the in the like ten to twenty yard line, yeah. and then the the, the part the, sh- the the catwalk the catwalk he- that went out to about the fifty yard line. Oh, they are so- just a little bit past that. Okay, yeah. Yeah. so
3: seats were pretty good in the other side of the end zone because that's where I was yes. offered seats, and I'm like, oh. But, you know, not knowing that the stage projected out.
2: Yeah, yeah. So it was just. It, How fun. It was really, really fun. Um, there was. I, I was so glad that I did the prepaid parking thing because okay. it was just a madhouse.
1: Oh, getting out of
2: there? Well, madhouse getting in and yeah. madhouse getting out. Not So, so what much for- did you head down there? Uh, we left at like 6.30. And what time did the Black Pumas start? They started at 7.30, 730 and, they, and they were great. They were really good. I yeah. just and, saw them at Basilica. Yes, yeah. I think they got a lot of new fans. Um, so we were in our seats. Well, I should say I was buying merchandise by 7.30. Okay. Um, and, you know, they're, uh, I never have bought a, a, a Stones t-shirt that
3: surprises me because you brought like because I
2: refused to pay the price,
3: right? And yeah. you paid for this
2: looks like a gentleman sized T shirt. You it paid. Is. Yeah. I asked. I made him look for an extra small, but they didn't. They don't they didn't have it. No,
1: still a nice looking shirt though. Yeah, it is. They had some good merch. How much there. was that
2: true? Fifty bucks, Joya, for a T shirt. Yeah, it's well. ridiculous.
1: I think I paid fifty dollars for a bottle of water, I was just a sandwich a and a beer. Yeah. Right. <laughs>
3: right. Yeah. That's right. My, yeah. So. But I mean, Grant, and you stood the whole time.
1: Oh. But everyone oh, yeah. stands. Yeah. Was that all right standing. in the mosh
3: pit? Did you feel Well he had a seat.
1: Yeah, we had seats. Oh, I so didn't it know was that. separated by seats, but everybody was standing, dancing. They
2: did have a standing room only up front in front of the stage yeah. that Casey sussed out to see how he could sneak in there. Oh, no. And that sounds awful. It was a little packed. Oh, yeah. No, yeah, I would have loved it. I you would have gone that close. Well, what happened? There, was there too much security? Too much security, yeah. Julia. Too much security. And then, speaking of security, so we're waiting in a line to go in, and Casey goes, And I had written down, like, if you're on the floor, what gate to go in, because it's a different gate than the other gate. So he's like, yeah, we're in the wrong line. So we go over, get in another line. And this lady looks, you know, does my ticket. She goes, you took a screenshot. And I said, no, I've gone to my event. This is my barcode for my ticket. She said, no, you took a screenshot. And this, you're not going to be able to get in. You're going to have to go find somebody in purple. And I looked at her and I said, I don't even know how to screenshot. My friend has tried to tell me. So Casey goes, let's go ask somebody else. And it was this lady who didn't know what she was doing. Wow. And she... Was like all these people were lined up. No, and she there was
1: going... a lot of bottlenecks too. To some people not knowing what was going on. But
2: but the, the the lady working the security she she didn't know. And I'm like, believe me, I I have not taken a screenshot I, of this. I
3: would vouch for you.
2: Yeah, but she this, this other guy goes. That. He goes. I don't know what she's talking about. This is your <laughs> ticket.
3: Oh, wow. So just okay. like,
2: you know, uh, like three minutes of like I was ready to just like strangle, someone. strangle somebody. Well, especially
3: because but... we've all yes, lived through yes. Lori getting the actual ticket on her phone. And, and Julia. Which is the only way they come now. But no, I, you... I experienced it with the Eagles the week before. It is not easy trying to figure out how to get a damn ticket
2: when, and, we're, when we're used to And people. when I bought the tickets, I didn't click the thing to pay like $10 extra to have a ticket mailed to you. Right. I really do like having a ticket. Do I think we you have
1: one. Did you get one at all? No. I have one. You can have mine. Oh. I got one through oh, right. my will call. But you collect
2: them. I do. But this is no, something don't. more. No, you can I, have I, it. I saved my little thing. But anyway, it was. Um, it just was everything. It was just so fun. And Casey, who had, you know. Who poohed Comple- you a little
3: bit about the price you paid for the oh, tickets? Oh, yeah,
2: and he was like, oh, we saw him in 2015. They were so great. I don't, you know, and I said, this may be the last time we ever get to see the lads perform. And they did fly in on Friday night. Oh. And Mick did tell the crowd Where that he he'd been at...
1: Mats, Mats and five oh eight, right? Five
2: eight club. Five, had eight. did two juicy lucies and ended up at Grumpy's having a Fulton and a green belt. And he called us, "Hello, Minneapolis, hello Sotins."
4: <laughs> yeah. he okay. Called us Sotins. Okay, that's
3: funny. That then that tweet makes sense that he didn't know what to call people. Yeah, Sotins. It
2: was so Soutons. cute. But anyway, he had yeah, kind of like, and at one point even like, I you know maybe you should see if you can get one of your friends to buy the ticket. And I'm not, I'm not, you're going, this is a date night. You're going, everyone that goes to the Rolling Stones, um, wait, we'll wait. get laid. I knew it. Grant <laughs> Grant is waiting for how she will spin that into him getting sex. Yeah, you mm. know
3: Casey. You know it'll be banging a clock. Yeah, anyone who goes to Rolling Stones. Yeah, that's right. gets laid. Oh, joy, That's yeah. how she rolls. We, I know you. Yeah.
2: So he yes. said to me last night when we were driving home, he said, "I am so glad."
3: Oh, I'm so yeah. glad you
2: bought these tickets. I'm so glad you didn't listen to me.
3: Well, cause this will probably be the last
1: one. Uh... Oh.
2: <laughs> I hope
1: not. I know, but. It doesn't seem like it. As much energy and as well as they were playing and they were never breaking. I mean. They seem like they could keep going for I a know, while. I know. And
2: they were all in sequence. Yeah. At one point, Mac, Mick did have his mesh shirt I on. Saw I saw his nipples and he <laughs> kept kind of lifting up his shirt. And I mean, you could bounce a quarter off of him.
1: Yeah. He has some abs or he's very but he's skinny. Na-
3: he's, he's so narrow too. That's what I like, like about he's him. He's got like a 26 inch waist at best.
2: That's right. Yeah, and uh, that's, uh, that's and what you like. That's right, Julia, because mm-hmm. uh, if you do all the other math on him, it all adds up.
3: hmm hmm <laughs> Oh my gosh. Well, Grant, it. what a fun night for you yeah. too.
1: Oh yeah. totally unexpected. I was actually working here on the Sunday morning shows and Friend of mine who has a local connection in town is like, Hey, you want to go? And I'm like, Yeah,
2: yeah, people Fun. people Let's were go. happy. The only thing people weren't happy about on the floor seats is that it's all porta potties,
1: yes, and there's no real like if you wanted there's no to,
2: restroom, restroom, yeah, you unless to, you're in that Delta big club. Deal. Well, I know, but that it was something, but I paid $600 and I right. gotta to go to the bathroom in a porta potty that was like, uh, just a little, yeah, thing, but I. Uh, was we're 48,000 people. 45,000 oh, people, yeah. Fun. Sotans are used to our port potty biffs. Yeah, I know, I have port potty everywhere. Yeah. I went on a walk this morning I had
3: a port potty Yeah,
2: there you go. All right, listen, <laughs> uh, hopefully our very special guest is calling in, and no, it is not Sir Mick Jagger. Hey, everybody. Well, if we're playing that song, that means you're uh, listening to Luanne DeLesseps from The Real Housewives of New York. Luann, hello, and welcome back to our show. Hi, ladies. How are you?
3: We're fantastic. (laughs)
2: We are good. The first time we talked to you was on your book, oh, so many years ago, like maybe after your first season on the New York Housewives. Yes.
0: Well, it was absolutely like season two or three but yeah long time ago long time been, ago
2: and we absolutely season. loved it and it was so enjoyable and then one time you were in studio when you were doing something with Evine and we were just dazzled mm-hmm. at how tall and beautiful you are.
0: Oh thank you ladies.
2: And you, you still you. are and I know okay so we missed you when you had your Cabaret show at Mystic a couple years ago, but we won't miss you this year because you're having a very Countess Christmas, December fourth at Mystic Lake Casino. What's going to be different other than the Christmas theme with this show?
0: Well, you know, it, it's an all new show. I have a new director who is who is the director of Kristen Chenoweth and barbara Streisand. Oh. Um he's a major. Di- oh, he's major. And I have Billy Stritch as my musical director. Um, he was with Liza for over 20 years. Um, so I have a, a great team. The show is all new. It's, you know, I kind of take Christmas and turn it on its head a little bit. So it's not like any show you've ever seen. Um, and I don't have any guests. I'm, you know, I'm the host of the show for the evening. And you know, what, what I found was the minute I would go off stage and I had a guest come in and sing, people would get like, be on their phones. They were looking the other direction. Right. So, um, and my director is like, Luann, you know, you work so hard. You're so great at what you do. And so, so I'm doing the whole show and it's really a lot of fun, entertaining for the whole family, really. You know, um, I talk housewives, of course. I talk, you know, I talk, I tell you stories. I, you know, I sing some of your favorite songs and of course some of my favorite classics, which you know, money can't buy you class. Which, if I think if I left the show without singing that song, people would be throwing tomatoes. So, um, so it's really a fun show, and um, and you know, I'm in rehearsals right now, and I can't wait to get back to Minneapolis.
2: Oh, well, good. Well, is the the song that we see that you and the ladies did for um, you were making the video. Um, is that
0: your new this past season yeah. of Real Housewives of New York? Yes. Yeah, so it's- you will see you will see my you will see me perform live my new song uh, written by Bruce Roberts, who's a major producer from Los Angeles. Uh, what do I want for Christmas? It's coming out in November, uh, and the video is coming out in November, and you're going to see a lot of the housewives in that video. And uh, so I'm super excited to perform it live for the first time. We're, we're so
2: excited s- to see you. I mean, so, we really were bummed that we missed the show the first time around. So I'm glad a very Countess Christmas is coming back to town December 4th.
0: Yes, and um, I'm really, uh, really looking forward to seeing you, ladies, again and being back in Minneapolis. And, uh, and yeah, it's it'll awesome.
3: be it'll be fun. All right, so if people are just joining us, we're talking with the Countess Luann de Lesseps from um, Real Housewives of New York and also author and. Um, performer, uh, extra, cabaret extraordinaire. Um, so Luann, you know, this, this last year, cause when, you know, we are major housewife fans. Okay. So, um, the past year of the New York Housewives seemed, you know, it was filmed big COVID. time in COVID yeah. and it didn't feel like it had the fun spark of years past just because of, of the circumstances and the situations. Were you, su- yes. were you surprised that you
0: guys didn't even do a reunion show? Well, that I'm surprised because listen, we've done a reunion every year since the history of the show. Right. So It was uh, it was a big it was a big surprise to me that uh, we weren't doing the reunion. But I feel like at the end of the day, we kind of said what we had to say, and we ended on a good note um, on the, on this season. And uh, I'm am really looking forward to the next season because listen, we filmed during COVID, yeah. during Black Lives Matters, and during an election. I mean, mm-hmm. it was a really difficult time to, to film and um and we have a small cast and so i think you know they're going to be adding some cast members and i don't know what what exactly but um i'm looking forward to your next season and getting off to a fresh start how
2: much do you think um the this new book not all diamonds and rose and i think did you cooperate did you do interviews with dave i think you did
0: I did. I did. I, you know, I'm actually working on my own book right now. So okay. I didn't divulge too much because I, you know, I wanted to talk about my story in, in, in my own book about uh, it's a memoir. So, you know, I'm, I shared some things, but mm-hmm. I obviously have a lot more to share um, in my own personal story. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. And what it's like to be a housewife, and, um, and the journey that I've been through to get to where I am today, you know,
2: right? Well, I think Andy must be thrilled with um, all of the tea that's been spilled, but I, Julia, and I have been kind of horrified at some of the yeah. stories that have come out. Yes, me too. You too. <laughs> I mean, like I don't know what Heather Thompson was thinking sharing that story, but boy, does she get an F for a girlfriend,
0: right? And you know, and you know, certain things, even if you you eat it whether it's true or not right i mean something is some things are better kept you know uh on the down low and i think that you know i was surprised if they even printed it to tell you the truth no yeah. you that, know. that's the truth yeah do you, I, you know
2: I, I i know that's how we felt It was just like oh i, I don't know I felt about bad this.
3: for sonia mm-hmm.
0: do you luann um do you keep in touch with Jill Zarin? i do jill and i are very we just texted yesterday she um she and I are 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 close, and uh, and she's doing very well now. She's got a new boyfriend, and she's in love, and she's um she's very happy. I know she would like to come back on the show, so maybe we'll see Jill Zarin come back or what, Dorinda. Oh, well, we missed Dorinda.
3: She had a bad year. Yeah. Right? We thought she was um, metapausal that year, perimenopausal. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> she was just crabby. You no, know, it's not always. It's not always. What is the
0: book called? It's not always diamonds and hands. rose. <laughs>
3: It's not always Diamonds and Rosé. Do you feel like, um, you know, you've been on the show. I mean, are you the you and Sonia the longest?
0: Oh, and um, Ramona, Ramona, I suppose. The three originals. Well, you know, yeah, actually, Ramona and I are the original. Sonia didn't come on until season three. Okay. Sonia just feels like she's been there forever. <laughs>
3: so you're the OGs. Do you feel like um, do you have any say at all in some of the new cast members that maybe they're looking for to add in New
0: York? Well, listen, I think we we as a cast kind of weigh in, obviously, um, with who they choose, you know, and uh, ultimately it's up to them. But, you know, I, they do, of course, consider what we think of these ladies, you know?
3: Yeah, it's I'm telling you, we're we're ready for you guys to have a fun year.
0: Oh, I am ready to have a fun <laughs> year. Let me tell you that. We're going to start off with a bang. Yeah. Do you know when you're starting filming? You know, not yet. So, um, you know, I I, I don't know that yet, but I know that we will be back because everybody's like, are you guys coming back? And we'll definitely be back for another season. And, and, you know, let's see who comes to the table.
2: Right. Uh, Luann, do you think Andy didn't want to have a Real Housewives of New York reunion because um, he was trying to save Ramona?
0: (laughs) 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 Well... I think that, I, you know, I don't know the answer to that, but, but you know, God knows Andy has to deal with a thousand housewives, so, you know. Right. So like Ram- like Ramona says in one of the scenes of the show, take a Xanax. Right. <laughs> he really needs a lot of Xanax right now. And right. when, are you in that um, Peacock, the show, The Ultimate gr- Women's the I Trip? Am, you are, I am. I when, am. When do we get uh, to see that show? That show's coming out November 18th on Peacock. It is. Okay. So, okay. Yeah, and you're going to be here on time. November 4th at Mystic Lake.
3: That's Luann DeLaSapps. And the event is called... A Very Countess Christmas. We look forward to meeting yes. you. And hopefully a lot of people will be coming to see you in the Twin Cities area. You're you're one of our favorites from the show. Thank you for your time today. Uh,
0: thank you, ladies. And I'll see you soon. Okay, okay thank you. Go care. to
2: Mystic Lake for, for your tickets for A Very Countess Christmas. Of course, we can hear... Also, she'll be singing Chic, C'est La Vie, Julia, and Viva La Viva, and feeling Giovanni. And she's she's fun. She's very Yeah, fun. so that was
3: Love great. That. Thanks, Grant. Thanks, Grant. All right, so when we come back, we have another special guest.
2: All right, everybody, there's a little Rolling Stones for you. John Bream from uh, the Music Critic from the Star Tribune is kind enough to join us today to talk about his, what is that? How many Rolling Stones concerts have you been to, John?
4: I think I tallied up. Twenty-one Rolling Stone concerts in eight different cities. I saw every one in the Twin Cities except the one in 1964 at Dance Land. I was too young. Too young. Right.
2: You are the yes. luckiest man, John Bream.
3: Have you seen anyone else, another a band, as much as you've seen the Rolling
4: Stones? I've seen Prince a lot more than the Rolling Stones. Okay. I've seen Springsteen, and I've seen Dylan more than the Rolling
2: okay. Stones. Wow. Okay. Um, but they're
4: in my top four.
2: They are. Okay, so... Um, and I've
4: got a lot of Rolling Stones hoodies, to yeah. Do you?
2: Do you? Oh, I'm my wearing one right that. now. I'm like, wearing my new T-shirt right now. Someone just called in, um, John, because both Grant and I were on the floor last night, um, so the sound was terrific at U.S. Bank Stadium, and I feel like the Stones with 27 trucks, like, they know what they're doing for sound, but how is the sound for the rest of the folks you know, at in the US, upper seats. In the upper seats last night, did you?
4: Uh, I stuck to my seat on the floor last mm-hmm. night. Usually, I do walk around, but I didn't go up to the press box, so I didn't have an opportunity to go around. And to be honest, it's it's challenging to find your way around U.S. Bank Stadium. I agree. And uh, but I've heard mixed reports on the sound. Okay. You did? Okay. So. As always.
2: As always. Right. Yeah. So love, love the picture that was in the paper today of when the guys came out and everything. Um and your uh your thoughts on the concert last night, since you are an expert Rolling Stones uh uh critic.
4: Well, I would say it was good, but not great. I didn't think the energy was consistent. I didn't think the excitement was consistent. Uh, we didn't have the usual stadium spectacle. You know, we don't need inflatable dolls. Mm-hmm. But we do need to play to people in the, in the cheap seats, so to speak, not that they were cheap, but I wanted more uh, activity on the runway. I missed uh, earlier in this tour, They when Charlie Watts was there, they did a little intimate acoustic set at the end of the runway, all four of the Stones performing there. Mm. We got Mick on the on the catwalk quite a bit, but we didn't get uh, Ron Wood or, or Keith Richards very much. And so the people that are sitting in the far end of the stadium, they don't feel like they're there. They're just watching these giant screens you, the whole time.
3: That's really so, interesting. Well, this is your job and you're a pro that you say that because <laughs> some of us aren't fortunate to always have the great, great seats. And I agree with you that that that's just something i never even think about that they could do more for us because of course they're just getting the money anyway but that's that was a really good point
4: yeah no so the people that are spending hundreds of dollars for their tickets hi Lori. um <laughs> they, they have a great time but right. I, I worry about the uh, the other people and you see other artists who do these stadium spectacles whether it's Taylor Swift or Beyonce or whatever, they make an effort to travel all the way back to the other end of the arena uh, or the stadium or whatever. So there's things you can do. And in the past, the Stones have had pretty spectacular staging, but they've dialed it back in recent years.
0: Why do you think they've done that?
4: Oh, I think they thought they probably did too much and they oh. just wanted to focus on the music. They mm-hmm. don't want the stage to overwhelm the music, but I don't think it necessarily does. I
2: I was dying to have, though he just he really is like I love when he dances, which is all the time.
4: Yeah, he's you know, he paced himself. You know, he it wasn't all the time, but he paced himself and and when he dances, he delivers. You know, there's no question about it. Mm-hmm. The who guy is, is ageless.
3: Yeah, no kidding. Who was the woman that sang um, with Jimmy him? Shelter? Yeah.
4: Sasha Allen.
3: Is she local or something?
4: No, no, no. She, she she's she really? been with him for a couple of years. Oh, okay. uh, Lisa Fisher, who had that job for over 25 years, re- retired, quote unquote, from the Rolling Stones tour about three years ago. Is she, she the one? at the Dakota nowadays.
2: Oh, okay, okay. And was she the one in 20 Feet from Stardom?
4: Yes, absolutely.
2: Well the gal last night, Sasha, she was excellent. I mean that must she was great.
4: Yeah, but she's young enough to be, you know, maybe Mick's granddaughter, should we say?
2: Yeah. Sure. Well who's counting?
3: I know Lori She's yeah. ageless to Lori, honey. <laughs> right. I mean God, I love it, John. So I know you said that because we, we talked to you after Charlie Watts passed away, um at in on my birthday, no less. Um About that, and you said, you know, there's never going to be the Rolling Stones anymore. They're just going to be a band that has Rolling Stones members. And I might not directly be quoting you, but something similar to that. How do you feel about it now?
4: Well, what I was saying, essentially, Julia, he was the heartbeat of the Stones, and it's not the same without him. Um, You know, it's about the songs. It's about Mick and Keith. You know, certainly they're going to carry on, whether, you know, it's in good taste to do it a a few weeks after he died. Whether it's in respectful enough to you know continue to call themselves the Rolling Stones, it's their brand. You know, the Great Grateful Dead. When Jerry Garcia died, they changed their name to the Other Ones, and then the Dead, and now Dead and Company. So you know who it is. They're playing the same repertoire, right. but it's different people. As for Steve Jordan, you know he was solid. He's, he was. he's more propulsive and more physically demonstrative than than Charlie, um, but he's got his own style, and, and he was. Uh, he played with precision and, and, he, and was respectful of the way Charlie handled things.
2: Um, John, let me ask you something. Um, is it? Do you think that the Rolling Stones have done a, a good job throughout their career of having interesting opening acts?
4: Uh, yes and no. It's a little bit of hit and miss. I mean, some of the early years, the first time I saw them, they had this guy named Stevie Wonder open for them. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. my gosh. That was in '72 at the old Met Center. Um, when I saw them in '75, they had Shaka Khan here, but I saw also saw that tour um, in Kansas City before they came here. The opening acts were Shaka Khan and the Eagles. Wow! Um, so <laughs> and then they had Buddy Guy when last time they played XL Energy Center. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I saw them in Chicago in 2019, they had St. Paul and the Broken Bones. So it, it's it's real hit and miss. They don't necessarily have the same opening act for the entire tour anymore. But the Black Pumas, I thought were excellent. They were so good. good. I, th-
2: I think they got some new fans last night.
4: Absolutely, I love Colors. That was a great closer.
2: Yeah, that so, was yeah. good. Because I, I was just thinking about like the the first time I saw the Stones in eighty one. That tour. Lamont Cranston. Lamont Cranston. Yeah. But on the West Coast, you know the Prince, and then at some point in the Midwest, the Go Go's opened right. for them on that tour.
4: And then Prince opened for him. It was a stadium show at the L.A. Coliseum.
2: Yeah, and he wasn't well-received, I don't...
4: Uh, no, that's a legendary uh, walk off the stage.
2: Yeah. Do you think, Was that the last time Prince ever did an opening act for anybody?
4: Uh, I do not know. I don't know. Um, I can't remember. I think that was in the middle of the Rick James tour. Okay. Or maybe that was after the Rick James tour, so it may have been his last opening stint.
2: Um, have you seen or heard of any pictures of uh, Mix foray to Matt's or Five Eight or Grumpies or by any chance out at Paisley,
4: or Wikipedia, or you know <laughs> he's well read. I, I don't yeah. know that he necessarily went to all those places. Yeah, outed. Um, he, he lately he's been posting his uh, little instagram moments on twitter mm-hmm. um after he leaves town yeah. so i i don't know whether he went to the sculpture garden whether he got a private tour of paisley yeah um so i don't really know and you know i mean you don't need to eat two juicy lucys so That's maybe it was members see. of the crew right. or maybe he just goes on online and uh, reads about all the you know high points to Visit when you're in the Twin Cities.
2: No, John, that isn't what happened. Oh, Laurie's, Laurie, Laurie's just—I'm just getting my tail feathers ruffled over here.
4: <laughs> Where were you stalking him, Laurie?
2: I—I um, I wasn't, to tell you the truth. I—I I felt like it was too cold out on Saturday for him to be doing a lot of too much outside because, you know, the voice and everything. That was kind of chilly weather on Friday. That was my. Right. Well,
4: you could have the juicy Lucy's delivered to you. There you go.
2: There you go. What did people? uh, Did people respond? Did uh, with what their favorite concert was? I think you tweeted that. Like, what was your favorite Stone show?
4: Oh, everyone has a different memory. Mm -hmm. I I don't think there's any consensus on something like that. I mean, you know, oftentimes it's the first one they went to or if they went with a special someone who is no longer with them or Mm -hmm. whatever.
2: Yeah. Um,
4: You know, so everyone has a different memory or they may like one show because they played a favorite song that they don't often do. Right. You know, like last night they did Fool to Cry, which was the first time they'd done it since 2018. I
0: love that
2: song. I did think that was unusual.
4: They did Monkey Man, which is an old 60s song that they hadn't done in quite a while either. I have to so, you, you know, they they always throw in a, a few uh, deep tracks mm-hmm. for the hardcore fans.
3: You did such a, it was fun because I didn't go, but I got to, re, you know, follow it and felt like it was there through your tweets. You did an excellent job. You're very good at that. Well, thank you. Yeah, I mean, you get a feel for it because you do longer because, you know, we always do one minute. He did two minute, 20 seconds. It was really, you felt like you were (laughs) there. So thank you.
4: Two minutes and 20 seconds is the limit on Twitter for a a video.
3: Right. And we use one minute on Insta if you don't want to post it in your stories. So I liked, I felt like I got a little more immersed. Do you think, okay, so now are you going to follow them to any other cities or is this just, was that your Rolling Stone farewell?
4: Well, I wouldn't say it's my farewell. I hope to see him again. I, I wouldn't this, be surprised if they do a 60th anniversary tour next year. Okay. But I think that'll be my uh, only opportunity to see him on on this leg of the No Filter tour.
2: Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it would be fun to go to that show. That's uh, the one they just added. The one in Florida at the casino in Hollywood. Florida. Well, they
4: probably do the same set, which is, which is you know, even when they played uh, a warm-up gig in Boston, they did an abbreviated set. I think they did a dozen st- songs instead of 19. Okay. And it was pretty much the same set list. It's just in a uh, s- smaller situation. I think they played in a tent yeah. in the stadium.
2: Well, I mean, the thing that I guess I, what I th- saw last night is that I felt... And maybe this is just my overall just being such a huge fan, but I felt like they were really having fun together up there. Like everyone seemed like they were really into it.
4: I Yeah, I, I thought they, they connected. It wasn't the tightest show, and it didn't have the most explosions. I mean, I don't know, you know, if you do your homework and you realize that when – After the second song, when uh, Mick started talking, all of a sudden, Keith started playing 19th Nervous Breakdown, which wasn't the planned song. He was supposed to do the Charlie Watch spiel before the... I'm Bradley Trainer,
2: And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip
1: about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out.
0: Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner. L.L.C. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends.
1: Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube
4: channel. Third song. So Keith went into 19th Nervous Breakdown. Then he did a spiel about um, Charlie Watts before Tumbling Dice. Mm, and no. then there was one other point. Um where Mick turned around and was talking to the other musicians in front of the drum kit, and the mic was close enough to his mouth, and he uttered a, a, an F-bomb. You know, he clearly was um, not pleased with something. I mean, he didn't sound angry. Yeah. But um, did you hear that? No. Lauren?
0: Did you hear it? Yeah.
4: Oh, you? yeah, I heard it,
1: and I looked at my butt, I go, something went wrong there. Oh, oh yeah, okay. oh, Absolutely, I, I heard that, yeah. I
4: love
2: it. All right,
1: well... Yeah.
4: But I I wasn't close enough. Raymond Schneider, my colleague, was in the fourth row, and he said you could see the exchanges between Ron Wood and and Keith Richards a lot. Well, we don't see those on the big screen. Yeah. Right. You know, how does the rest of the audience get to appreciate that? Not everyone's in the fourth row, Chris. Right. Um, You know, so it's hard to pick up on that camaraderie a lot of times. Um, I picked up on things like that when they played – xl energy on on the Mm -hmm. last time when they had buddy guy as their opening act that felt like an intimate show and you could see the interaction between the musicians
2: yeah that's true that's true oh john thank you so much for being with us and talking uh rolling stones with us we really
4: appreciate it you've had
3: so many great articles on it too i've just loved reading all the history and everything
2: so thanks
4: well thank you keep rocking all right we will
2: listen when we come back um we got some other music news for you guys.
3: Did you miss Hollywood Speak? You can always find it on the podcast. Download or stream My Talk shows wherever you find your podcasts or at My Talk Keyword Podcast. on hangovers we're missing some people from work
2: julia yeah i don't know i slept till eight this morning because yeah. we really didn't get home till like midnight how about you, you know? grant oh i, I didn't sleep in
1: i didn't get yeah I, I slept in a little bit but i didn't get home till about midnight but then i had such i was on such was a so high that, wound that i wound up too i didn't fall asleep till about probably two ish yeah really? I, know. I was guys? it was so much fun yeah
2: yeah i wanted to like keep going i mean go out but just you know. the and there's nowhere to go yeah well, it's Monday night. Well, no more. No, they Sunday. don't do mom Oh, yeah, so- mambo's combo. Down oh, well, at that's true. That would have been a place go to go. How did that go? Turn to Talk Casey into that. Oh, we went on. We went on Friday night. We were just there. Right. And that was so fun. I mean, I'm going out like it's pre. Lori, oh, yeah. I'm with you. I'm, I'm going to a concert tomorrow night. I went out Friday night. I'm just like feeling. I'm feeling myself again. No, yeah, I think girl. a
3: lot of people are. Yeah, I think a lot of people are.
2: Okay, so uh, Sandy, who's a longtime listener, frequent caller, Hollywood gossip girl, and Durham Dolly class of '83. No, Durham. Durham, what I oh, call '83. It, yeah, so my little sisters. Okay, grade. okay. She said uh, she let us know, and we did not know this. And I've I've seen it when the Rolling Stones on their Twitter account they always tweet out this very cool looking. Um, Graphic, not graphic. It looks like uh, art about the set list for the night yes. before. Well, it's it's um, Ronnie Wood paints a large canvas depicting that night set list with the date on top, the city, and the place that it's at, and it hangs in their rehearsal space. And then they make copies of them, and they're for sale on. His website for a hundred dollars. It would be a cool souvenir Wow! if you went with somebody or it was their first time. Right. Um, you just go to um digital stores, you know, in the UK, digital stores, just put in digital stores, Ronnie Wood, and it'll pop right up. But he does all kinds <laughs> of uh I guess they're I don't know if he's lithograph well, painting. Cool. Yeah, and the Minneapolis one, of course, was already done and yeah, it's a hundred bucks and so, it's kind of cool. Okay, that's really cool. Yeah, he oh, does sorry. it for every everyone. And sometimes Keith and Mick add their little doodles. and
3: cool. Their little doodles and moodles.
2: Yeah. Anyway, okay, they're scrambling over there at SNL. Yeah. Now, I did uh, watch a little bit of Jason Sudeikis. He hosted it. I did, too. He was great. He was. He was pretty good. And again, though, I always find I love the... I, I was just so, so on the opening, you know? Yeah. I think people are like, like, right. We're burnt this, out. Burnt out. I don't politics. know.
3: I don't want to know one thing. I mean, if we, <laughs> last yet.
2: year was the election. I mean, just to no. me, do they need to open every no. single one politically? But
1: no. oh, but the ghost of Biden past was so funny, though. Because
2: <laughs> that's because that was who he played. Yes. It was a yes. Invite. Yeah. But weekend update, Brandy Carlisle was the guest host. And there were, you know, I, I give it a, I'm giving it a, like a B minus, you know. Brandy Carlisle, we just got the news today, is going to be at the Excel next summer, July thirtieth.
3: We just got it today.
2: Hey, so it's on sale Friday. On,
3: on sale, she did. It was her debut on Saturday Night Live, right? Yeah. So she's going to be. The, these tickets go on sale Friday. Yep.
2: Yeah. So, um so Ed Sheeran is supposed to be the guest in two weeks on November fifth,
3: and he came down with COVID. He's,
2: he's tested, tested positive for COVID, and of course, he's not going to be able to leave the UK. Right. And uh so he's got an album. You know, the album... Um, Eclipse. The, yeah, but it's Equal. the album that has Bad Habits yeah. and Shivers, which we've been, they've been playing all summer. So I don't know. I think his good buddy Taylor Swift should step in.
3: Well, that'd be nice.
2: Yeah, because um, NBC is probably annoyed with Adele because she's doing that CBS Oprah thing. <laughs> good call. You know what I mean? Right. Um, and then what year is it? The Beatles sold 60,000 copies this week. Of their Let It Be box set that's $117. It was one of the top five albums this past week. Is it 1970? Listen to that. I mean, that's kind of amazing, isn't mm -hmm. it? I mean, 60,000 copies of a box set. That's like selling a million now. That's a lot. (laughs) That's good. Yeah. Christmas people well, are shopping for why? Christmas and
3: Hanukkah because we couldn't get for years, for years. Up yeah. until we could not listen to Beatles music on iTunes. Right, or I forgot about any that. Any of the streams. Yeah. Same with Garth Brooks. Mm-hmm. These people like Garth, I'd die to just say, "Hey, play Garth Brooks' greatest hits," but you can't unless right. you have Amazon Music. So. Getting an opportunity to buy their music. And get a deluxe it, edition. Yeah, and having it, you know, the new sound quality pressed in or whatever they do to make it sound right. as great as they can today with today's technology. Yeah, so this
2: doesn't surprise Not you? Not at all. They uh, Listen, next Tuesday, Paul McCartney, his two-volume book collection of 154 lyrics with anecdotes are coming out. And I bet that's going to be in people's, uh, that's going to be a, christmas I, hanukkah gift that well, people get this year
3: it's is he storytelling just through lyrics like we were doing pickup lines yeah. through rolling stones yes julia music things because <laughs> i think i think i might have to because we got Incorporate. yeah I, I think did so. you use one no, of those yeah no but i think it'd be funny <laughs> yeah you know to, to do that yeah, to yeah see, i know just see if anyone picks up on it but you know who knows
2: i don't know yeah it's that book is gonna uh this two volume book is gonna sell for 80 bucks and it's, That's a lot of money for a book. Two-volume book. doesn't matter. And it's it, still yeah, a book. With photos.
3: It's still a book, and it's not an atlas. Mm-hmm. For $80, Laurie? Listen,
2: $117 for five CDs. That's different. Okay. That's music. But right. for a book, would you pay 80 bucks For a two-volume book of no. Paul's musings about lyrics? No, no, I wouldn't. you wouldn't even pay for 40. But I'd go, I'd save my money and go see Paul McCartney and or the Rolling Stones again.
3: But again, oh. we're talking about a book for $80. Yeah. Good yeah. luck, Paul. Yeah. Speaking I feel like he talks so much. He's so accessible and a bit available over the last year and a half. I've heard him on more things than I ever had yeah. in my life. I don't know what else he can give us.
2: Right. All right, fine. So you will not be buying this Well, and I like him. I'm just saying
3: $80 seems excessive. All right.
2: Well, you're having a real moment with that (laughs) book. And speaking of moments, we have got to um, Jay Black, the lead singer of Jay and the Americans, died on Friday at the age of 82 Brooklyn-born frontman John Bream. That's how I found out about it. But here's here's a song you will recognize from G.
0: This magic. Thanks,
2: Grant. Thanks, thank you. Yeah. So those babies are now making other babies, and maybe even our grandparents (laughs) now. This magic moment. (laughs) All right,
3: we'll be back. We're giving away some fun tickets later in our show today too. Stay tuned, Miss Laurie and Julian.